It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. most dangerous morning show, DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Made for everybody. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday, and we got to say good morning to a, the newest family member. Who we got today? From Biloxi, Gulfport, Mississippi. Okay. Uh, the People Station, Jay-Z, 94.5. Salute to Biloxi, Mississippi. Am I crooked letter, crooked letter, I, crooked letter, crooked letter, I, hump back, hump back, I. Welcome to the family. Drop yes. one of Clues Bonds from Biloxi, Mississippi. What's that? How many markets are we in now? I don't know. We, we have no idea. Close to 90. Yeah, close, close to 90. 90. Right. God is good. God is good. I uh, came online. I wasn't online all day yesterday, and I... Just logged into social media. I'm looking at why Issa Rae is trending, and uh, I immediately looked away. Like Jesus Christ! What happened? I didn't. I haven't been I mean, online. It's, it's literally nothing. Oh, like I, I, this is when you know. You know how they say if you want to hide something from a black person, put it in a book. Yes. Negroes really don't read. It's something from Issa Rae's book that has been out. Issa Rae's book been out for that at least is, she's four even years. Like, that book is old. Yeah, that book mm-hmm. been out for at least four to five years, and they're upset about something that's in the book. Oh. Like. Come on, man. I, I I got a statute of limitations on my outrage. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> if something been out for four or five years, I'm not going backwards to be mad. That was actually, I think, one of the first books I did for my book club. Oh, okay. Easter I have book. no idea what you're talking about. I've been I, I, I've been detoxing my, my mind, my body. I haven't really been on social media like Amen. that, and I love it. I, I really had a great weekend. It was just with the family. Just I just enjoyed the family, whether it was swimming class with my daughter and son, whether it was dance class with my daughter, gymnastics with the whole family. And then I tried to cook, and it didn't go too well a couple of times. You tried to cook a couple of times. And well, you know what it was? I, you know, I'm eating healthy, so I tried to make butternut squash, and I and cooked it, and then I tried to put it in the, the little Nutribullet. But when it's too, too hot, boiling hot, it just exploded. You put boiling hot something yeah. in the Nutribullet? I sure did. Why would you put it in the Nutribullet? Why cook it if you was going to put it in the Nutribullet? Well, it's time to puree it. You gotta, yeah, you got to make the butternut squash yeah, real soft. Yeah, I don't think soft, that's made for and that. And then you put it in the <laughs> Nutribullet. And, but I didn't know. My nanny's out of town, and usually the nanny takes care of it. But mm. the nanny told me that you're supposed to let it cool down a little bit. But I didn't. And when I say I destroyed the kitchen, my wife got back. And if if I could have got a beaten, like when I was a child, I would have got a beaten. You could have. Bro, I could just, have. Just do a paleo diet, man. Meat and vegetables. That's all. Keep it simple. Now nah, you do a little bit of both. I have butternut squash, and we have meat as well. Well, he's well, been but, doing this, um, but you been it's over. Detox vegetarian over. this whole time. Now. Yeah, it's over now. So you got to ease back into when you haven't been eating meat for thirty days. That's right. You can't just go right back to eating that. But it's, it's over now. I, I lost, I think, like twenty five pounds. I feel great. I feel light. My sex game is even more All right, amazing. Enough information. I mean, I'm, I'm good out. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Well, was I, was at, I was at our beautiful juice bar yesterday. I should have went to the juice bar instead of trying to make yes, the damn juice myself. Yes, that's what I said. Myself. You should have came by. The, you don't have to make those things. You can go get them made for I know. <laughs> that's what I should have did. But Yeah, it's nice. The weather's getting a little bit better. You know what I did? No, it's not. Where tomorrow. Well, it's going to be 80, 80 degrees, degrees tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm like, the weather sucked all Yeah, they all said weekend. the rest of the week is going to be like yeah, 70s and 80s. But what I did do was some spring cleaning, finally. Mm-hmm. I was working on cleaning out my closet. I have so many things. You know what my problem is? Is that I feel bad getting rid of certain things. I'll be like, well, this was a TV show. I worked on 20 years ago and I'm going to keep this shirt and this is my first internship. I'm going to keep this t-shirt. I have all these promos. Just give it to somebody that needs you. feel a lot better. But it's like something that's meaningful to me because it's something that I worked on. So I don't want to get rid of it, but I know I'm never going to wear it. So what do you do with it? Got to give it away. Makes no sense keeping that space. Hey, drop one of clues bombs for the California University of Pennsylvania too. I was there uh, on Friday speaking on a panel about uh, police brutality and hip-hop and all kind of other good stuff. So salute mm-hmm. to uh, Cal U for having me. That's dope. And I caught up on all my TV shows this week. Atlanta, The Last OG. Oh, Atlanta was so funny, the last episode to me. Which one was the last episode? Where they went to the college and he stayed in the girls' dorm. Oh, yeah, when Violet. they was all dressed like TLC. Why was they all dressed like TLC a from the creep party. video? It was a pajama party. Oh. How you watch it? Don't know what's going on. I did watch it. I just still. I'm st- Atlanta kind of. The whole point uh, was it was a pajama party. I know it was a pajama party, but they was all. They literally was dressed like TLC from the. They had on video. silky pajamas. No. 
colors, right. the same blue and red and all that. I actually funny. like this season of Atlanta. It's been funny to me. And I don't watch it's Homeland cool. of Billions, huh? I watch Billions. Oh, okay. Amazing show. I'm surprised you don't watch it. But anyway, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what we talking about next? Well, let's talk about the White House Correspondents' Dinner and the comedian Michelle Wolf, who people are upset at. But if you're upset at her, you should be upset at the whole administration. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the Cavs beat the Pacers 105-101. They move on to play Toronto Barely. Raptors. Nah, Cavs look pretty good. Well, yeah, it was by it was by six, but they were up by ten in the yeah, last quarter. Yeah, but they went to game seven. They did. The Rockets beat the Jazz one ten ninety six, winning game one. And tonight the Sixers play Boston. And where you want to start off? This White House correspondent? Center? Yes, let's talk about comedian Michelle Wolf from the Daily Show. She did the White House correspondence uh, dinner, and some people are upset. Donald Trump tweeted out, "While Washington, Michigan, because he wasn't there, was a big success, Washington D.C. just didn't work." Everyone is talking about the fact that the White House correspondence dinner was a very big, boring. Hey, bust. Stop being so sensitive. I understand how somebody that can say what they want when they want about who they want can be so sensitive about some jokes. Take a dish it, you can take it, right? Except that these are jokes, and what he does, he really. Believes but the so-called comedian, according to Donald Trump, really bombed. Now, here is Michelle Wolf talking about Donald Trump at the correspondence dinner. Trump is racist, though. He loves white nationalists, which is a weird term for a Nazi. Calling a Nazi a white nationalist is like calling a pedophile a kid friend. Or Harvey Weinstein a ladies' man. Which isn't really fair. He also likes plants. Good content, but her voice is trash. Why does her voice sound like that? All right, Michelle Wolf also talked about Pence, and here's what she had to say about Pence and abortion. Mike Pence is also very anti-choice. He thinks abortion is murder, which, first of all, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> and when you do try it, really knock it. You know, you got to get that baby out of there. And yeah, sure, you can groan all you want. I know a lot of you are very anti-abortion. You know, unless it's the one you got for your secret mistress. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. This might be one of them times Donald Trump told the truth. Because <laughs> them jokes is trash. Uh, Good content is just the delivery. The delivery is, is bad. bad. Yeah, her uh, voice is annoying. All right, Michelle Wolf also had some things to say about Sanders. Every time Sarah steps up to the podium, I get excited because I'm not really sure what we're going to get. You know, a press briefing, a bunch of lies, or divided into softball teams. It's shirts and skins, and this time don't be such a little bitch, Jim Acosta. I actually really like Sarah. I think she's very resourceful. Like, she burns facts, and then she uses that ash to create a perfect smoky eye. Boo, boo, boo. Matthew Dow tweeted out, if you are a Trump supporter or a member of his administration and aren't willing to condemn his oh vulgar and mean-spirited behavior every day, then I don't want to hear what you have to say about a comedian. First of all, I don't think this administration deserves a White House correspondence dinner. Let's start there. There's nothing in this administration that should be made light of, and I think the president's approval rating has to be at a certain number in order to get a White House correspondence dinner. Well, he wasn't even there anyway, so he already knew what it was. It's more for the journalists. Now, Director Rob Reiner tweeted, I attended the White House correspondence dinner last night. Donald Trump has so poisoned the atmosphere by attacking the disabled, gold star parents, Muslims, Mexicans, blacks, women, the press, the rule of law that a comedian who simply tells the truth is offensive. She's joking. He's not. I just think it's because the jokes were bad. We say it all the time. It don't matter what you joke about, but if the jokes are bad, it was you're awful, probably going to yeah. get some backlash. The jokes were kind of, the jokes were bad or delivery was trash. All right. Um, and let's talk about the Waffle House shooting hero, James Shaw Jr. He has so far raised almost over $200,000 for the victims in the Waffle House shooting, and he is going to be helping to uh, pay for those funerals. Now, I was confused about that because I, I definitely donated to that, uh, to, to, that, to that link, to the GoFundMe. Salute to my man, James. But I saw something where the Waffle House CEO said they were going to pay for the funeral. Yeah, I seen that too. I don't know, but the money is all the proceeds are you know going to go to the victims. So I'm not sure how what they're planning to do. So but the, the restaurant has pledged to donate all of their proceeds for the next month to the families of the deceased and the living victims as well. So not just for funerals, but for the victims who are yeah. still alive Makes sense. and for the families. We'll drop on a clues bomb to James Shaw Jr. He's actually going to be up here soon. He's going to be in New York. Uh, this weekend, I think he's doing Van Jones show, but y'all should go donate to that to that cause. I put a couple coins in there. Okay. And y'all know I ain't got no money, so if I ain't got no money and I can donate, y'all can definitely go. Donate. You got a lot of money. You just made ten millions off the Kanye interview. All right. No, they're holding out for hundred million. hundred million. No, right. we took the ten. 
Tick to 10. There you go. All right. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or a bad morning. Or maybe you just feel blessed. You want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's up, MV? Hey, Trav, you got you always get through, Trav. Hi, Trav. Because he comes through the back door. How many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> hey. Hey, boo. What's up, Charlemagne? What up, sis? Nothing much, nothing much. Listen, can I talk? Can I talk about Kanye real quick? Sure, go, right go ahead. ahead. Uh, like, just, but actually, I, I honestly want to hear this interview first that Charlemagne keeps talking about. Because if, if, if Kanye's going to be clear and concise and he's not showing any signs of being crazy, and he shows that he's sound of mind. And hopefully Charlamagne asks him questions about like how he feels about like police brutality on black men in this current climate since he's raising young black children and hopefully he asks him about like the body count of Chicago and what he's doing for the city. Why don't you wait for the interview, Trav? It'll be out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Trav, yeah, you want to do the interview, Danny? Yeah, I, and we I, we definitely weren't having those conversations. But oh, okay. So. I understand because Charlamagne out here getting flown out like the little bad bitch he is. So I definitely I definitely didn't get flown out. <laughs> But, now, Chab, did you listen to the new music? Chab, did you listen to Kanye's new music? Um, actually, like I heard the one with him and Ti, and I heard the 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 whoopie whoop, whoop, the scoop. <laughs> right. I didn't even listen yet. So, I'm gonna listen right now though. One with Ti is a good I, concept, I, I, a great I, concept. I like the one with him and uh, Ti though. I actually like the one with him and Ti. They concept. actually just recorded that. They recorded that uh last last week Thursday. Yeah, you could I tell. It had yeah, to be. I, say, I remember Ti had posted that he had just came from um from seeing Kanye and there's still hope for him or something like that. Yeah, the, uh, a debate uh, uh, argument turned into that record, which is which well, is great Charlamagne, concept. I'm not gonna slam you for, for for giving out your little you know your little Charlemagne care package for Donkey of the Day. I'm gonna wait to hear the interview first. So all right, all right. we're gonna see. I don't well, know if right, the interview's gonna change your mind. All right, Trav. But <laughs> hello, who's this? Yo, this is Charles from Houston, bro. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Charlemagne, you the realest dude ever. Angela E, you fine as hell. But DJ Envy, look, bro, we waiting on that next track that you gonna produce, man. And one more thing. Please, y'all, please don't ever mention Beyonce in the same sentence as Michael Jackson. She will never be a great performer than Michael Jackson. Not in this lifetime, not ever. She lied. Don't get me wrong, but not Michael Jackson, bro. Yes, it is. Right. Yeah, yeah, Beyonce and Michael Jackson can be debated. Well, Stop Beyonce, back. like um, Janelle Monae said, was inspired by Michael Jackson, so it is a whole different era, and she'll say that. Well, if you can say Michael Jackson was inspired by James Brown, but yeah, people don't I'm got no sure problem saying Michael too. better than James. Right. Well, also, and, and young man, uh, I'm going to release the next single this morning during the mix. It's actually her featuring Chris Brown, but I'll get that on the Ooh, mix. Oh, I love her. Hello, who's this? This is Kendall Smith. Hey, Kendall, get it off your chest, bro. I was calling on behalf of the old guest that you had this morning about individual being successful. Oh, Co- W, come on, Bell. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah, Bell. Yeah, I, I agree with that person about everybody don't have the same opportunities to be successful because they're not surrounded by the right people. And I'll give you a prime example, because we were working hard, my, my son, since he was 15 years old in the music business, and we met a, quite a few people, but we haven't gone anywhere. So no, I, no, 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 stop right there. The music okay. business is a difficult business, regardless of who you are trying to get into it, okay? Uh, not uh, okay. Like, the, like the success, the, the bre- breaking in the music business is like trying to play the Powerball Lottery. Or trying to get no, in the NFL. It's very difficult. Yes. It takes a like, lot I, I, of hard I, 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 work. I, I, yes. and I'm not going to hit it in and say that, you know, <laughs> you know, because we all worked our ass off to get that opportunity and put our foot in the door. So it's not easy at all. It, it's going to take a lot of hard work, and some will make it, some will never make it. And especially in the music industry? Stop it, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. You need to vent. Hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Brianna. Hey, get it off your chest. Uh, Well, first of all, I just want to say good morning to everybody. I'm calling from Salisbury, Maryland. Good morning. I just want to wish everybody a productive week. Okay, thank you, Mama. When I think of Salisbury, Maryland, I think of Salisbury State. (laughs) And I don't even eat that. That's like mystery meat. I love it. You sound like you're in a good mood this morning. 
I am, you know, I'm, I'm getting over pneumonia, but I mean, I'm still just like really blessed because, you know, I didn't have to wake up this morning. So I'm just trying to go forward every day a little more positive than the last day. So. Or just bone. How you got pneumonia, boo? I have no clue how I got it. And I had it for about a week before I even figured it out. So. It's standing online at the club with a little short skirt on and no panties. Indeed. Nah, I got too much meat for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mama. Hello, who's this? Eddie, what's good? It's Mike from Brooklyn. Mike from BK. Get it off your chest, bro. First of all, show man. What's poppin'? Yeah, what up, baby? What up? What's up, my brother? So, um, just calling to say is, first of all, you know, I got somebody I'm married. And I know, yeah, you know, I know you... You have a uh, boyfriend or whatever. But you know how everybody always wants what they can't have. So That's what they say. Follow my gram. I want you to follow my gram and tell me if I see you in a club, if you were single, if you holler. First of all, how can you I say it? What are you talking about? If you, say, if you say everybody wants what they can't have and then you throw out your Instagram, you know what I'm going to do? What is going on? I'm not going to follow your Instagram. But he's saying he wants you to go and see if, if you seen her, would you, would you holler? Exactly, because you know if... I see her and I try to holler and she don't want me. I'm gonna waste my time. You feel me? Who are you talking about? It's girls that he wanna marry. Like you, you, a, you a weird. What's bro. your girl Instagram? What's your, what's your Instagram? S H M I K E O W R E Y. What's your girl Instagram? I'm gonna go look. What's that your was Instagram? Too long. You gonna see up there? What's your girl Instagram? You gonna see up You'll there? You'll see her stuff? on his page. What's his page? S H M I K E L O W R E Y. L O W O S H Mike Lowry. Yeah. Michael Butler. You know it. I don't see your girl. All I see is a bunch of dudes, man. Nah, you gonna see it, man. All I see is a bunch scroll, of dudes. Little, little, oh, I thought this man. was her, but that's you. You have long hair. I don't see hair. nothing but guys, maybe, man. Maybe that's what he's into. You can't be, you can't knock him. And your I headline trash, Oh, here's this girl right here. Uh, he's I that's see her. Right there. You ain't oh, tag happy, her though. Happy New Year. That's my baby. She got fat ass. Oh my goodness. Shall you know me. what? I know. He said I know. I mean, she look like money. You, you, you shouldn't care what anybody else think about your girl. It should be what you think, bro. Don't get it twisted. I'm married, son, but just if I was a hypothetically speaking. Son, What's wrong with you? You should worry about what somebody you. else think about your he girl. He wants to know if we I think know, he's yo, attractive. I know my wife is fine, but she's bad. Salute like, to Lady J. You want to know if we think you're attractive. Not them, but you. Nah. Listen, y'all make a nice Dominican couple, man. There you go. First of all, I'm not Dominican, son. What are you? I'm a mixed breed. I'm a mutt. You Don't me? call yourself a mutt. You look Dominican. You got on white jeans and white picture. <laughs> I don't look Dominican, but I'm a mutt, sir. I'm a mutt. So, Yee, what do you think? Is this guy attractive Chinese, or no? Dominican and Chinese. Yee says she'll pass. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, a good, he's a good looking guy, man. You and your wife are both beautiful, so congratulations That's to y'all. Now, what you get out of that? What do you get out of that? Salute to yeah, Dominican yeah, love, baby. man. You know what? I can't. Your nice little night out at Dave and Buster's. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you see, you got City Island popping on here. Okay, a uh, A Boogie shout out. Oh, this is definitely Bronx all day. The Bronx all day. This is Dominican, definitely a Dominican, Dominican, Dominican from the Bronx Dominican. all day. Get it off your chest. Dominican. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Kanye and new music he put out over the weekend and Chance the Rapper. He had to clarify some things for the gram. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kanye. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Kanye has uh, put out a couple of new songs. Now, one of them obviously seems like it's a joke. Hopefully, it's called Lift Yourself. Here's a little snippet. This beat is crazy. They don't really realize though. This next verse. This next verse though. These bars. Whoop dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop whoop poop. All right. I actually heard that record. That was definitely the real record. Of, yeah, that was definitely one of those records where I said, "What the f is that?" Oh, he played that just like that. Yeah, but it was it was it was that was like supposed to be a reference. I was like, "Why he put that out?" No, that beat sounds amazing. Oh, it no, sounds like one of tough. those um, the chance to rap a Kanye really feel good lift yourself up songs. Like, when I heard that beat, I thought it was a real song, but that beat is amazing. All right, and then this other song, "Yay Versus the People," it's with him and Ti. Check it out. I know Obama was seven cent, but ever since Trump won, it proved that I could be president. <laughs> yeah, you 
candy, what cold though? Don't they go against the teachers that yay talk for? Yo, tip, I hear your side and everybody talk though, but ain't going against the grain, everything I fought for. Probably so, yay, but where you trying to go with this? It's some shit you just don't align with and don't go again. You just reading the headlines, you don't see the fine print, you on some choosing side, ish. I'm on some unified ish. It's bigger than yourself, it's a jungle. If your election ain't gonna stop police from murdering, you get the shit. Bruh, I never ever stop fighting for the people. Actually wearing the hat to show people that we equal. I, I love Ye uh -huh. versus the people. Uh, I love the dialogue. I don't agree with a lot of what Kanye is saying, uh, but I agree with his right to say it. Because when he says he's trying to repurpose the MAGA hat, Like, that can't happen because MAGA, that slogan, Make America Great Again, it's not an all-inclusive statement. It's like statement. repurposing the Confederate flag or something. He oh, tried well, that, too. Well, the, the state, America has never been great for minorities on this planet ever. So you can't say you're, you know, you, you can't repurpose Make America Great Again because it's never been great for everybody. And you can't tell us that you wearing that hat. He said, Make America Great Again had a negative perception. I took it, wore it, rocked it, gave it a new direction. No, you I don't know you, that that's true. You got to drop the again. Like, you, you can do Make America Great Make America great for everybody, but you can't say make America great again because it's never been great for minorities on this planet. The song now, is genius, though. Like, great dialogue. I love the fact that they went back and forth on, on some music. All right, now Kanye, in the meantime, also posted some other text messages that he had with somebody named Wes. And he says that the doctor uh, that actually performed the surgery that ended up killing his mother, Jan Adams, the plastic surgeon, he says the picture of Jan Adams will be his cover art and the album will be called Love Everyone. So he's the one that performed that breast reduction surgery along with liposuction and other procedures back in 2007 on Donda. Now he, he texted, this is my album cover. This is plastic surgeon Jan Adams, the person who performed my mom's final surgery. Do you have any title ideas? I want to forgive and stop hating. See, this is, this is what I mean when I say forgiveness is overrated. Because mm -hmm. you know how I always have a problem with people who forgive uh, those who have done them wrong. Mm -hmm. Because you get into this mind state where you just feel like since you... Uh, you want to love everybody and you feel like love and everybody is going to make you better. It's okay to not like someone. I thought about well, this too. They killed your mother. I, I forgiveness doesn't equal I love you. Forgiveness is really more so you can, can't have that burden of hating somebody. That doesn't mean so the, I forgot so, what so happened. Opposite, it doesn't mean now I love you. What's the opposite of hate you? But love. Okay then. So if But it, that's not forgiveness. I thought about this. I can't forgive you. I'm sorry. No. There's certain things like I, I, maybe I need some growing to do. I Maybe I need to get closer to the law. But certain, certain people... Especially that you killed my mom. You don't have to no, love him. F you for you don't. Have I can. To, I, I cannot like somebody. I cannot love someone, but I can still forgive. I don't want somebody. to forgive. I'm not forgiving him. You killed my mom. And I hate when people say you, you got to forgive for yourself. I'm perfectly that fine. That is the point of no, it. I'm, I'm fine. No. I don't. I'm fine. Especially if you're a religious you. person and they always uh, preach forgiveness. No, they do, but I just can't. I got. I got. I got more going on. Certain people, I just can't forgive. Like you killed my mom. I'm supposed to forgive. I can't. I'm just sorry. I cannot. Now, Chance the rapper in the meantime has distanced himself from Kanye West after. After Donald Trump actually shouted him out. Now, earlier in the week, don't forget Chance the Rapper defended Kanye, his brother in Christ. And then Donald Trump tweeted out, Kanye West has performed a great service to the black community. Big things are happening and eyes are being opened for the first time in decades. Legacy stuff. Thank you also to Chance and Dr. Daryl Scott. They really get it. Now, Chance then had to put, my fault, yo. And then he posted, anyone who knows me knows how passionate I am about my city. And my loved one, Kanye, is not just a mentor or a big homie to me. He's my family. And then he said, I'd never support anyone who has made a career out of hatred, racism, and discrimination. I'd never support someone who talk about Chicago as if it's hell on earth and then take steps. And uh, he goes on to say, my statement about black folk not having to be Democrats, though true, was a deflection from the real conversation and stemmed from a personal issue with the fact that Chicago has had generations of Democratic officials with no investment or regard for black schools, neighborhoods, or black lives, but again, said that ish at the wrongest time. How did he distance himself from Kanye in that statement? Well, he distanced himself from saying that, um, you know, he was supporting Kanye, basically. He said I he's, he not, himself, he's not supporting himself from Trump. Donald Trump at all. So But, I think it got confused in Kanye supporting Donald Trump and then he was supporting Kanye's support for Donald Trump and so it seemed like in turn he this was. This is why you can't have certain conversations via Twitter because the tweet that Chance sent out wasn't a bad tweet at all. Black people don't have to be Democrats but in the midst of everything that was going on that tweet reads as black people don't have to be Democrats. We can be conservative or we can support Donald Trump. If you're going to say blacks, can't, blacks don't have to be Democrats then give up some alternatives. As to what else blacks can do. Because you can register as an independent. 
All right, and last but not least, Questlove was wearing a T-shirt that says Kanye doesn't care about black people, and he wore that over the weekend also, and that was captured by Rolling Stone senior writer uh, Jamil K. Smith, who said this is the shirt Questlove wore while performing at last night's concert for Peace and Justice here in Montgomery, Alabama. It reads, Kanye doesn't care about black people underneath the arching sentence, this is an alt-right dream. I took this backstage after the event. After Questlove showed his shirt, someone nearby remarked, Kanye cares about record sales. I can't say that I disagree with that or the T-shirt. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front-page news Oh, what are we talking about on front page news? Uh, I guess we'll be talking about the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Okay, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. In sports, the Seahawks. Did you see this uh, story, Charlemagne? Mm-mm. The Seahawks drafted a one-handed linebacker. Oh, I, did now, see I that. saw that story. I did you see that? that? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. How does that work? I don't know. You had a one-handed linebacker, JPP. He wasn't really. He wasn't. He wasn't really. He was a goddamn linebacker. He was like he he was missing two fingers. He still had three fingers. This guy has. He only has like his other hand is not there. It's a nub. That that nub hurt. I used to um, get paddling by this principal uh, back in the day named Mr. Barnes. He had a little nub. And his paddling didn't still hurt. You know what? Some people thought that he should have been uh, drafted higher. First round, yeah. Mm-hmm. I seen that. Well, congratulations to him, man. Congratulations nah, to him. Now, come buddy. on now. Not having a hand will drop your draft stock. <laughs> Let's be clear. They say he's pretty incredible, though. <laughs> you ain't got no choice but to be. If you watch the video of him. Yeah, Shaquem Griffin. Well, congratulations to him. All right, now, uh, Game 7 Cavs beat the Pacers 105-101. They move on to playing the Raptors, and the Rockets beat the Jazz 110-96. All right. Let's talk about this White House Correspondents Dinner. Yes, comedian Michelle Wolf from The Daily Show was speaking. Well, she was the host, the comic at the White House Correspondents Dinner, and things did not go so well for some people. They were upset about it. Now, here she is talking about Donald Trump. Trump is racist, though. He loves white nationalists which is a weird term for a Nazi. Calling a Nazi a white nationalist is like calling a pedophile a kid friend. (laughs) Or Harvey Weinstein a ladies' man. (laughs) Which isn't really fair. He also likes plants. Why she sounds so tired, though? It's just what she always sounds like. That's her voice, I guess. Jesus Christ, her delivery is trash. Now, Donald Trump uh, tweeted out, because obviously he wasn't there. He never goes to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. While Washington, Michigan was a big success, Washington, D.C. just didn't work. Everyone is talking about the fact that the White House Correspondents' Dinner was a very big, boring bust. The so-called comedian really bombed. Uh, She goes on to talk about Pence and abortion. Here's what she said. Mike Pence is also very anti-choice. He thinks abortion is murder, which, first of all, don't knock it till you try it. (laughs) And when you do try it, really knock it. You know, you got to get that baby out of there. And yeah, sure, you can groan all you want. I know a lot of you are very anti-abortion, you know, unless it's the one you got for your secret mistress. I'm I'm anti-whack joke, too. Like, I mean, Jesus I mean, I thought that was a pretty telling thing. Everybody says, I'm anti-abortion, anti-abortion, all these older conservative men that obviously aren't women and don't have anything to do with women's bodies until they get their mistress knocked up on the side. Yeah, but what they got to do with the delivery being trash? It's all about the joke. If you're up there telling jokes, the joke still got to hit. So I get what she was saying. Okay, also, let's talk about James Shaw Jr. He's raised over $200,000 for the victims of the Waffle House shooting. Now, there was a New York man who launched an online fundraiser that was to benefit Shaw that raised $175,000. That money is going to go towards the victims' families. And the restaurant has also pledged to donate all of their proceeds for the next month to the families of the deceased and the living victims from that Waffle House shooting. Hey, somebody, tell the Breakfast Club page to uh, post that link out. I, I donated to that link. Uh, I think you should, too. Salute to my guy, James Shaw Jr. Drop on the clues bombs for that guy, man. He's going to be in town this week, too. All right. Well, so far, his campaign has raised over $200,000 for the families. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, Issa Rae is trending this morning on social media. I don't understand this. Issa's book has been out for at least five years. Now, she's trending because of uh, something she wrote in her book. Do you have have what she wrote, Yee? Can you read Uh, it to the people? She said, and the plight of Asian men is nearly the same as that of black women, except for the fact that their women tend to marry white or other far more often. In fact, Asian Americans have the highest rate of intermarriage. Asian men, your reputation sucks too. This is why I propose black women and Asian men join forces 
It's my parents. In love, marriage, and procreation, educated black women, who what better intellectual match for you than an Asian man? And I'm not talking about Filipinos. They're like the blacks of Asians. I'm talking Chinese, Vietnamese, Japanese, etc. According to a 2010 census, Koreans are more inclined to marry black than any other Asian group. Issa Rae book came out in 2015. Why did uh, Negroes just get upset about this last night? All right. Well, if you want to hear Issa Rae speaking about it, here she is also discussing. I say that black women and Asian men are at the bottom of the dating totem pole. Oh Nobody God. wants to eat it. It's true. Like, but I do say that the more educated the black women uh, tend to go, and, I, and this is speaking from my own college experience, the guys, the pool of guys was so limited. Mm. And it was, they knew that they were a catch. They knew they were educated. They huh. weren't in jail. They didn't have kids. So they were like, we have options. So it worked for us. And that made it unappealing. Right. So we tend to either, you know, it, feel it's hard isolated? to feel isolated and mm. feel like discouraged from pursuing, I guess, black love. I right. love when y'all fake try to cancel somebody. They're trying to cancel Issa Rae. They've been trying to get Issa Rae out of here since last night. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. How do you feel about this? What do you think about her statement when she wrote in her book? Call us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. intellectual Asian man? <laughs> All right. Well, my mom's black and my dad's Asian, but I don't think that's why. All right. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Shout to Papa The YouTube. Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Issa Rae. Now, she's been trending the last two days on Twitter, on social media, and this is because of her book. This is what she wrote in her book, Yee. Yeah, she wrote um, that she proposes that black women and Asian men join forces in love, marriage, and procreation. Educated black women, what better intellectual match for you than an Asian man? And I'm not talking about Filipinos. They're like the blacks of Asians. I'm talking Chinese, Vietnamese, Japanese, etc. All right, so the question is, what do you think about her statement? 800-585-1051. Do you feel this way, Yee? You're a black woman. Well, it's different for me also because I'm a black woman whose mom is black and whose dad is Asian. Mm -hmm. um, if you ask me, I don't think she was being, like, serious when she wrote this in her book. <laughs> and this book is from 2011, by the way, I think, right? 2015. Oh, 2015? Yes, I'm talking 2015. All right, so this book is pretty <clears throat> old. So um, she, doesn't, she didn't have the attention that she has now. But, yeah, I didn't really take it that seriously. Well, here's the I, thing. Uh, people aren't really mad about what she said. They are mad about the double standard that exists because if a black guy said this about a black woman, it would be World War Three, And they would be on social media trying to get this person canceled. So guys are trying to give Issa that same energy, but... I don't give a damn. <laughs> I read that book. I actually read Issa's book last year on vacation, and I read that part, and I didn't feel offended. But, you know, I got a cold heart. Not too many things offend me anyway. You know, I, I, it doesn't really matter when she wrote it. If she wrote it in 2002 or, or 2011 is what she said. I honestly don't have a problem. I don't care. I, I thought I, she was just, I really just I thought she I was don't like, care. Kind of trying to be funny and make the statement it, that... It sounds um, like it's time to be funny. You know what I mean? But I, 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 I think what she's trying to say is that for women... Well, she said we, what she we don't like, We don't like, yeah, like people don't look at Asian men so well and y'all don't look at black women at the top of the list so why don't Asian they men... They date each other. That, yeah. I took it as a joke. I didn't really, I didn't take it. Like, it, it's, it's so many other things that we could be mad about. What they're, I'm telling you they're mad because of the double standard. But that is they, true. But they know if, if, they, they know that, if, if a black oh guy said that, they'd be, it'd be World War Three. So all guys are trying to do is get people riled up and they want people to have that same energy y'all have for black men towards Easter Well, she's a black woman but, so she can talk about black women just like, you know, so black men can't talk about black women? No, I'm saying she can make a joke about herself. She's talking about see, herself. See, see how he's making excuses? Now, I don't have a problem with what he's said, but I'm saying if a black... Let Corey Holcomb... Uh, now, who's a black guy that's Corey on that level? Corey probably said something crazy. Who's a black that? guy that's on that level? Uh, Donald Glover. Let Donald Glover say Tim something Mike, like that. Say Michael B. Jordan. Michael, oh, my God. Say Michael B. Jordan. Oh, it'd be World War Three. <laughs> Any black man that that's was on truth. Issa's level and made this same statement, y'all wouldn't let them get off with, oh, she's joking. Nope. Nope. Definitely no, no, no. Black men, y'all can make jokes about yourselves, and black women, we can make jokes about ourselves. Hello. How it goes. But she's not making jokes about herself. She's making jokes about black men. No, she said black women. And Asian huh? men. Uh, well, well, let's let's go to the phone lines. What's your name, mama? Seven Finnish Divas, a.k.a. Swag. Okay, Swag. Now, oh, what do you, what, what's your opinion, Swag? Black women, and I'm going on 42, I must say this in a while. Black <laughs> men is the softening down. They're, they're, most of them are and I ain't got nothing to be <laughs> Oh, my God. You can't, you, you can't, say, you can't say that word. 
And the black man is not being strong for the black woman. He's being strong for every other woman except the black woman. So I don't have a black man anymore. I wouldn't date a black man anymore because I've had so many, and not so many because I ain't been but three relationships, but black men just don't stand up to what the old-timing black man used to uh, stand up for. Well, so I'm going to be agree, honest with you. you. agree with her. It's not too many black men that's going to be lining up to date a woman named Swag who uses gay slurs. Or Seven Cities right. Diva. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. <Goodness> gracious. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I'm cool on swag who uses gay slurs. Ty, Tyree, I'm sorry, Tyree. Yo, what's going on, DJ Envy? What's the man? What's your opinion, bro? Yo, man, at the end of the day, Issa Rae have her own opinion to lace, to lace up on being with uh, a Filipino and a black chick. They both they both can be with each other if they want to because at the end of the day, a black man has to do what he got to do to be better off on himself. Like, what? if a girl make more money than him, that's all him. You know what I'm saying? You can't be mad at her for making more money than you, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got to get on your JLB and do what you got to do, you know what I'm saying, to benefit both of y'all. Because at the end of the day, I don't, just because a girl, she can make more money than me, and she could be happening? black. What are you talking about? I'm going to be honest with you, man. If this is the kind of black man that's out here, I see why you three want her a little uh, Asian Filipino. The only Asian. person who should be mad is Filipino. 585-1051. <laughs> We're talking what Issa Rae said. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking Issa Rae. She's trending on social media right now because of her book that came out what four or five years ago. Two thousand fifteen. Two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're uh, yeah. Can you just read what was in the book? Which which making people so mad? Uh, she said the plight of Asian men is nearly the same as that of Black women, except for the fact that their women tend to marry white or other far more often. In fact, Asian Americans have the highest rate of intermarriage. Asian men, your reputation sucks too. This is why I propose that black women and Asian men join forces in love, marriage, and procreation. Educated black women, what better intellectual match for you than an Asian man? And I'm not talking about Filipinos. They're like the blacks of Asians. I'm talking Chinese, Vietnamese, Japanese, etc. Well, here's the thing. Uh, people aren't really mad about this. They're not really mad about what she said. They're just mad about the double standard that exists because if a black guy said that about a black woman, they would have been canceled. So guys are just trying to give Issa that same energy. Because, you know, think about what she said. Educated black women, your best intellectual match is an Asian man as if there's no educated black men out there. Woo! Let a black man say that about a black woman and watch what would happen to him. Oh, let's go to the phone lines. Hey, what's your name, Mama? Santana. Hey, Santana. We're talking with uh, Issa Rae's statement. What do you think? I feel like people want a reason to be mad instead of having a reason to talk about it. She's not saying anything that black women don't talk about amongst themselves all the time. Educated black women. I don't think she's against black love. I just think that, you know, when, you, when you're when you more educated, they don't choose you like they choose the others. That's not what she said, though. She said that educated black women should go choose educated uh, no. Asian men. I, what she was I, think, I think she was just being funny by saying that because I don't think that educated black women should flock to Asian men. You just, you're not choosing to be at the bottom of the totem pole. She's, so she's, yeah. like, well, she's trying to say that black men are marrying black women, so they put us at the bottom of all of women because black women are at the bottom and Asian men are at the bottom of men, so we might as well get together with each other. She's not saying that black men aren't educated. Hello, I, didn't, I didn't hear her say nothing about she black men not choosing black, black men. Women. Hey, what's your name, mama? Hey, my name's Ariel. Hey, Ariel, what do you think about Issa Rae's statement? I really don't see anything wrong with what she said. I feel like like all black women, not all black women, but most black women love Issa Rae, and I feel like people are always trying to come for black women whenever they have something to say that may be outside of the norm. I don't think there's anything wrong with what she said. It's true, it's true. Yeah, she's talking about the plight of black women being the same as the plight of Asian men because we're at the bottom. Hello, she who's said this? Y'all, black women should hook up with Asian men, have babies, get married. Yeah, so she <laughs> said because the plight of Asian men is nearly the same as that of black women, except for the fact that their women tend to marry white or other far more often. Hello? Uh, yes, hi. My name is Mina from Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, hey well, good morning, Mina. Mama. What do you think about what uh, Issa Rae said in her book? I agree with her 200%. Okay. Because I have been attending private schools from the age of three, mm -hmm. and I love my black men. Nothing is more beautiful to me than a black man, but they treated me like trash. Right, that's and what Issa's saying. Yeah, now that's what Issa's saying. You that is what she was what saying. I don't think you understood what she was trying to say. I don't think say. you understood what she's saying. I'm re I just read it right here. <laughs> and you're, you're right. So women, black women are treated like they're at the bottom of the totem pole, right? Yes, very much so. Mm -hmm. And it's very hurtful and it's very painful when it's done by one of our own. And that's why I started dating white men, because I got tired of it. <laughs> and they treated me much better. They're very respectful. And to this day, I still look for a black guy, but 
To quote Chris Rock, they not feeling us, sisters. Well, that's good. When you go see Thank Black you, Panther 2, I hope you get booed out the theater with your little white boo. Listen, all I know is this. Uh, Insecure Season 3 coming out, and I will be watching Insecure Season 3. I just like when y'all get online and y'all try to fake cancel people, okay? Because this really was a, this is a three-year-old topic. Her book came out in 2015, so all y'all proving is that <laughs> really don't read. Oh, she, they ain't <laughs> seen it yet. They wasn't up on it, and they starting to see it now. The book came out three years ago. It's a New York Times bestselling book. Well, like, you know what it. happened was actually after the show came on HBO, they re after Insecure started, they re-released it again. Insecure came out 2016? Yeah, this came out before Insecure. Yeah, 2015. And so they put it back out again after the show came out. All I know is they got mad at this yesterday. What's so the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is Insecure Season 3 is on the way, all right? And it's not going to stop me from watching it. But I do understand why guys are upset because it's a clear double standard that exists because if a black guy said this about a black woman, well, Lord have mercy, they'd have been canceled. All right. You got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about who broke J. Cole's Spotify first day streaming record. Huh, I didn't think anybody was going to do this anytime soon, but wait till you find out who it is. All right, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Welp, J. Cole, his album K.O.D. broke the U.S. record for first day streaming on Spotify, but now Post Malone has surpassed that record with over 36 million streams in the United States, and he set a new global mark on that popular service as well. So there you have it, except J. Cole's album was a surprise album when it came out, and... So, you and know. J. Cole's album is actually good. I doubt Post Malone. You ain't even listen to it yeah, yet. I sure know. haven't. I sure either. haven't, and I never will listen to that. So you can't music. make that statement. F Post Malone and all his fans who be in my mentions mad at me because I don't like Post Malone. It might be a great okay. album. It might be. You a DJ and you ain't listen to it. I didn't. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't. All I, right, but now. I'm not making comments about it. You're now, right. J. Cole's album, by the way, is number one on Billboard. So he has about 397,000 equivalent album units in the week. So congratulations to J. Cole for his successful new album, K.O.D. Now, he also is having his Dreamville Festival. And uh, that festival is going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And that's going to uh, be going down September 15th. So anybody interested in that Dreamville Festival, that's when it's happening. Now, Kendrick Lamar, his damn album sales have gone up 236% ever since he won that Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, my mama asked me about Kendrick Lamar. Oh, really? Yes, because she's an English teacher. So the Pulitzer, well, she was an English teacher, but the Pulitzer Prize is a big deal to her. So he was like, who's Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, and he's the first non-classical or jazz artist to earn that award. So congratulations to him for damn. Congratulations. What's, what songs should I listen to from Kendrick Lamar? What'd you tell her? What'd you tell her? Minor damn business. No, that's not a song. Now, speaking of breaking records, Avengers Infinity War has passed Star Wars Force Awakens and made $250 million just in the United States and $380 million overseas. So in total, that's $630 million. And that's without China yet because it doesn't come out in China until May 11th. So once that happens, you already know what that's going to be. Does that answer your question, Envy, if, if Avengers Infinity War is going to make more than Black Panther? Now, yes, before Jesus that, Christ. the record holder it? was Star Wonder Wars Day. The Force Awakens, as I told you. So congratulations to everybody over at Disney every, and Marvel for Avengers Infinity War. Every Avengers movie is made over a billion plus. I'm not though. into it. I don't know. This is, this is this is the culmination of 10 years of films, okay? I, I don't know. I've I seen Black Panther, but I was not interested in and Avengers. And another one coming out next year. Avengers again? Yes. When is, when is Black Panther is 2 coming back out? When is Black Panther 2 coming Whenever out? Whenever Ryan Coogler feel like sitting down and doing it. <laughs> I, got right. a, I got a quick spoiler, though. Now, I, Kanye West dies in Infinity War. Just want to put that up, out there. Shut right? up. I'm sorry. <laughs> shut up. Wanna, I'm Angela Yee, and that's you. your rumor report. All, All right. right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are we giving that donkey to? Listen, uh, we need Margaret Talib. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She's mm-hmm. the president of the White House Correspondents Association. We need her to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a little word with her. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. Donkey, donkey, Charlemagne the Devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. 
Yes, Donkey of the Day for Monday, April 30th goes to White House Correspondents Association President Margaret Tlaib and everyone who's upset about the jokes Michelle Wolf made at the White House Correspondents Dinner this past weekend. Now, Michelle Wolf is getting backlash because people are calling her comedy routine vulgar and personal. Uh, in particular, some of the verbal venom she had for White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Can we hear some of it, please? Every time Sarah steps up to the podium, I get excited because I'm not really sure what we're going to get. You know, a press briefing, a bunch of lies, or divided into softball teams. It's shirts and skins, and this time don't be such a little bitch, Jim Acosta. I actually really like Sarah. I think she's very resourceful. Like, she burns facts, and then she uses that ash to create a perfect smoky eye. Okay, give me more. Give me more. And I'm never really sure what to call Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You know, is it Sarah Sanders? Is it Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Is it Cousin Huckabee? Is it Auntie Huckabee Sanders? Like, what's Uncle Tom but for white women who disappoint other white women? Oh, I know, Aunt Coulter. I don't see the problem. Uh, I mean, Michelle's delivery was trash, which made the jokes uh, not really funny, but it's the White House Correspondents' Dinner, okay? This is what the White House Correspondents' Dinner is all about. Jokes rooted in truth and satire rooted in truth. Can I hear some of the jokes you made about Mike Pence? Mike Pence is also very anti-choice. He thinks abortion is murder, which, first of all, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> And when you do try it, really knock it. You know, you gotta get that baby out of there. And yeah, sure, you can groan all you want. I know a lot of you are very anti-abortion, you know, unless it's the one you got for your secret mistress. See, jokes rooted in truth and satire rooted in truth, okay? Even if the delivery is trash, all right? And I can't stand people who can dish it but can't take it, all right? Our celebrity-in-chief, Donald Trump, won't even show up to the White House Correspondents' Dinner because he's afraid to get jokes like this. Trump is racist, though. He loves white nationalists, which is a weird term for a Nazi. Calling a Nazi a white nationalist is like calling a pedophile a kid friend. Or Harvey Weinstein, a ladies' man. Which isn't really fair. He also likes plants. Look, if you're the 45th president of the United States of America and you can say vile and disgusting things and not be joking, don't get mad at a comedian for saying vile and disgusting things when she's actually joking, okay? Because that is indeed Michelle Wolf's job, all right? Donald Trump said the White House correspondence didn't. He tweeted this. He said it was a failure last year, but this year was an embarrassment to everyone who associated with it. The filthy comedian totally bombed, couldn't even deliver her lines, much like the Seth Meyers' weak performance. Put dinner to rest or start over. Now, I agree with Dope 45 that Michelle's delivery was weak, but so what? Okay, I may not agree with her delivery, but I agree with Michelle being able to deliver it, okay? Now, everyone should have an opinion about Michelle Wolf's jokes, okay? If she told those jokes this weekend and people didn't have an opinion, good or bad, then she probably really sucked, all right? Good, honest commentary is supposed to be polarizing, but one person who shouldn't be upset is the president of the White House Correspondents' Dinner, Margaret Tlaib, okay? She's the president of the dinner. Uh, she said she's not happy, all right? In fact, she said the jokes made her uncomfortable. Let's, let's hear her speak. My aim and the way I sought to put together the program was to build a spirit of unity in that room, to rally around journalism and why it's important. My only regret is that those 15 minutes are now defining four hours of what was a really wonderful and unifying night. I don't want the cause of unity to be undercut. When the entertainer is a comedian, and as has been the case for most of the last 30 years or so, they are often controversial, they are often uh, polarizing or at least provocative. It's a night about free speech, so uh, by tradition we do not vet their monologue. Do you think she crossed the line? Uh, I think that she brought to the night what she thought was important to say and that her goal may not have been press unity and everyone rallying around the room to support journalism. Margaret, don't say it's a night of free speech and then get upset because the comedians are speaking freely, okay? If, if, if you truly feel that way you feel, don't invite comedians to give the, the keynote speech, okay? Now, now, Donald Trump is saying they should put the White House correspondence dinner to rest. I don't agree with that. But I have no problem putting it to rest as long as the Trump administration is in the White House. I don't think this administration deserves a White House correspondence dinner. Okay, there's nothing in this administration that should be made light of. Okay, this administration is too dangerous to joke about. All right, I know we have to laugh to keep from crying, but nah. All right, I think the president's approval rating has to be at a certain number in order to get a dinner and some jokes. Okay, if your approval rating is 40%, you don't deserve a damn dinner. All right, Margaret, 
Tlaib, listen, okay, you don't have to agree with what people say, but if you truly believe in freedom of speech, you should defend their right to say it. Please give Margaret Tlaib, president of the White House Correspondents Association, the biggest he huh? All right, well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Yes, sir. Now, when we come back, you know, every Wednesday and Thursday, we do Ask Ye, and sometimes we get some emails and some DMs, and Ye, you got an email the other day, huh? Yeah, and this one actually sparked a lot of conversation. Now, I posted uh, about men and poor grammar, and this got about 1,400 comments. To what degree does a man with poor texting grammar turn you off? Assuming everything about, else about him is great, how much would it matter? My grammar isn't exactly perfect, but damn, this guy I've recently started talking to seems super cool, but his texting is a huge turnoff. He says here when he means here, there when it should be there, and never even bothers to use any kind of punctuation. How important is the use of proper grammar when texting? What's that mean? He mean here when you he mean here. Like H-E-A-R-E instead of H-E-R-E. Right. Man, why do people get caught up in stuff like that? If you know what I'm talking about, does it matter? All right. Well, 800 Does that here? matter you to know you? The I, I'm, you know, I'm the worst texter. Like, most of the time I'm driving, I'm doing something, you know, I'm doing three things at once. So, yeah, whatever you get, you get. You understand what I'm saying, though. Well, if you're trying to date somebody and it's early on in a relationship and y'all don't know each other that well, does it matter to you? how that person is texting, if they can't spell properly, if they're using the wrong words and not using punctuation, should they take the time and effort to make sure their text is pretty as accurate as they can? I think they should, especially being that a lot of these kids, like that's the way they communicate now. Like they communicate via social media and they communicate via text message. Your grammar and stuff should be flawless. It should be. You should know what There's a lot of correct. autocorrect. They everything. There's a lot of autocorrect. I mean, it's so bad with me. If I use my wife's phone, my wife would be like, no, say it's from you. I want you to say this is Rashawn from Gia's phone, and then use your text. Mine, mine is horrible. Because she's embarrassed that you can't. Absolutely. Right, so it matters. Absolutely. Well, 800-585-1051 <laughs> is somebody's grandma when they text. Is that a, a deal breaker? Does that turn grandma? you off? Why is somebody grandma? Why are you bringing somebody grandma I said in grandma. This? I didn't say grandma. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, you know, every Wednesday and Thursday we do Ask Yee, and sometimes, you know, people call, people DM, and people email, and Yee got a very interesting email. Yes. She wants to know, what degree does a man with poor texting grammar turn you off? Assuming everything else about him is great, how much would it matter? My grammar isn't exactly perfect, but damn, this guy I've recently started talking to seems super cool, but his texting is a huge turnoff. He says here when he means here, there when it should be there, and never bothers to use any kind of punctuation. How important is the use of proper grammar when texting? Well, I say thank God that I'm married because my grandma, not grandma, but grandma, yep, is my grandma. horrible. <laughs> like, I don't use punctuations. I use the wrong hair there. You know, I'm always doing a million and one things, and I just text and keep it moving. It's amazing, though, because smartphones are supposed to be smart, and they're supposed to be smarter than us, but they're not because they still let all of these bad grammar and stuff fly. I know I'm no good at it. I'm no good at grammar. I'm no good at punctuation and all of that kind of stuff. Me neither. And by the way, it shouldn't really matter because I'm not sitting there writing a book on my phone. You know what I'm trying to say. First you know what I'm getting to. We just, that, that's why I like, I don't even think you should have long text messages. Everybody need to get away from those long text threads, man. Pick up the phone and call the person you really want to talk to. Well, I do feel what like do people you? should make an effort to at least do things properly. Like, I know it's not always going to be correct. Sometimes I send out things with a little mistake in it, but but I think if it's consistently all kinds of mistakes, if you work for me and you send out a text message and there's all kinds of errors, that would bother me. And if you sent me text messages with all kinds of errors, I would probably have to say something like, hey, why do you text like that? Sometimes people purposely spell things wrong, like they'll write dis instead of this, or, you know, it's weird. Like, I don't understand why we do that. We groan. All right. So I do feel like it's important to try to instill that, and especially when you're trying to make an impression early on. Well, hello, who's this? Yo, that's D from Tulsa. D, what's happening, grandma? How important is uh, grammar when it comes to who you're dating? I feel like I can judge, like, how soon they're going to give it up, or how dumb they take. Like, if they got bad grammar, I feel like that's probably going to... You like the first night all it's week. It's easy. Now, now D, D, look, yeah. D, D. That's why I need a condom, too. I, we a condom if you got bad grammar. D, look here now. We from the Chuck now. If we if we type like we talk, come on now. Yeah, I don't understand you now, bro. You're right, you're right, you're right. But when you're writing, you, you right, got to right, right. You can't say here, me, and here. No, <laughs> and what you just said just now could confuse people. You said you're right, you're right, you're right. You, when you're writing, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're writing. 
You know, he switched over. <laughs> he, he was telling you that you're right in what you were saying, but then he switched to you're writing. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm confused. Hello, who's this? This is Tamara. Good morning, guys. Hey, Tamara. Now, how important is grandma when it comes to uh, a person you're dating? I believe it's very important. Um, my biggest pet peeve, you know, is um, when people write I'm or they write am, A-M, and it's supposed to be like I'm. It's really not that big of a deal, but it's like, come on, honey, let's... We're adults. We all went to school, so mm-hmm. it's important. Okay, okay thank important. you, Mom. Hello, who's this? Hey, JJ. Hey, JJ. How important is grammar when it comes to a person you're dating? Uh, it's quite important, actually, because uh, you never know. Uh, you never know if it's like what they're saying, as in uh, if it's really what they how they spell it, or if it's just autocorrect. So for me, if you're if you're looking at that, you're wondering is is she not smart, or is she just you just letting the texting do its thing. You know, you don't know if, 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 if they're smart. Like, it could be just, it could just be the way they talk. But if, the way, if, if that's the way they talk over text, it could be the way they talk in person. Okay. You know, you can avoid all of this if you just text people and say, call me. Absolutely. If you just mm-hmm. simply text, call me, you can avoid all of this. 800-585-1051. How important is grammar when it comes to a person that you're dating? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, you know we do Ask E Wednesday and Thursday, but sometimes she gets a bunch of emails. That is so interesting. We got to read on air. Now, this was about grammar, right, E? Yeah, she wants to know what degree does a man with poor texting grammar turn you off if they don't use the right punctuations, they don't use the right words. She said it's a turnoff. Now, I actually spoke to John Legend on Lip Service, which is out right now, about this, and here's what he had to say. These are pet peeves to me. I, I wouldn't be able to do it with uh, with somebody I was dating. It's <laughs> crazy petty. because Chrissy's a really good texter. She As is. people know from her tweeting, she's she's like clever and everything, and she's not always strict with grammar, but she's intentional with her grammar. Right. Like, if, as like, long as you know the rules. Yeah, she them. has her own rules, and she she does it for effect more than because she doesn't know the grammar. Right. And so that's part of how I fell in love with her was just our banter on text was really good. Definitely. And if and if somebody was texting me like that and and their spelling was all over the place and their grammar was all over the place, I'd be like, no, nah, I couldn't do it. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, y- your grammar should be better. Mine is horrible, and I would admit that. But that's why I'm, I'm kind of like what Charlamagne said earlier. Call me. That's it. Simply pick up. Simply te- let me text you. Call me. I'll text you. Call me. Can we talk this through? Yeah. Okay. Now some guys are really mad in my comments about this and said that's why y'all ain't got no man and you not married because you worried about little stupid things and it's not a big deal and so on and so forth. But uh, and some women also felt like it wasn't that important either. But I do feel like it's a representation of you. Like you should at least make an effort. Sometimes we don't all you know write everything properly, but make an effort. I'll I think, post something. I'll post something on my Instagram. My wife will call me and be like, you know, you said this wrong. Fix this now. Like, yeah, if you correct me on it, I'll fix it. You know what I'm saying? I think we need to have a limit on our text messages, though. Same way you have a limit on your Twitter, you should have a limit on your text messages. That way you can avoid really, you can avoid bad grammar mistakes, too. Okay, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? It's Crystal from Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, MB. Hey, DJ. Hey, Charlamagne. Hey, um, Angela. Hey, hey Crystal. Morning. Now, how important is grammar when it comes to somebody you're dating or, we, or that you're with? It is very important, especially when you're just meeting somebody. It's such a turn off to read a text message and you have to sit here and try to digest it and figure out what they're talking about. I will definitely block you if you can't spell things right. Wow. <laughs> You're going to block somebody. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, the, my biggest one is when people are trying to say, like, I know how to do this, and they spell no in O. Like, that is, like, it's, it's so simple. And you're forcing your autocorrect to spell things wrong now because you're not even letting them do the right word. You're, you're Xing it out and doing the wrong word. So it's just... It doesn't take nothing but two seconds to learn how to spell something. And I'm the king of I know. I'm like, I-N-O, I-N-O. Oh, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I-N-O. Like, it's better, it's better I know, I-K-N-O-W. I, I just do I know. This is easier, especially when you're doing a million and one things. Hello, who's this? This your boy, D from the Bronx. What's going on? Oh, I know. I can tell your grammar's all over the place, bro. You already. You already. It's good, though. <laughs> <laughs> you already. You already. <laughs> hey, look, as far as my relationship go, you know, me and my wife, we laugh at things like that. That's good for the relationship. You know what I mean? And when I say things like, you know, you very inconsiderate, she says, spell it. And I'd be like, you know what, girl? <laughs> <laughs> spell considerate, brother. 
Hey, stop playing with me, DJ Envy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Thank you, man. Hey, <laughs> my God. What? Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Kelsey. How are you guys? Hey, Kelsey. We're talking about grandma when it comes to a relationship. What do you think? I totally agree with whoever submitted that email. Um, it's annoying. I hate when people say then instead of then. Like, oh, I was going there, but then or then. It's so... Ugh. Turn off. It's a turn so, off. So if I put if I put meet me here H E A R and it's the jewelry store because I want to buy you a goddamn twenty carat ring to propose to you, you are not gonna meet me here H E A R. Can you spell carrot? Good point. Right. Can you spell carrot? K A R A T. Thank you, Mama. What's the moral of the story, man? Is there a moral of the story? Listen, y'all, make the effort. That's all I'm saying. At least try to... There's no reason that you should be spelling things wrong because we have autocorrect, we have Google, we have all these tools to make sure that we can do things properly. And but you have kids. You shouldn't be texting your kids improperly. Right. You want them But I'm talking to, to the better. phone now. I'm, uh, I learned to just talking to talk the phone. Talk to text. Now. Push the mic thing and it's talking to it. Whatever him. you got to do. You know? I, I, do, I do have one more for all my sarcastic people out there. Well, you know, sometimes, you know... Sometimes your sarcastic comment can be completely ruined by your inability to use correct grammar. And it's nothing worse than getting a nice, witty, sarcastic comment off and realizing that you put some bad grammar in there so it didn't even land the way you wanted it to land. My goodness. Okay? All right. Now we got rumors on the way, ye. Yes, let's talk about R. Kelly. If you guys are looking forward to seeing him in concert, maybe it won't happen. Okay. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. to get the hell out of here so I can go see Avengers Infinity War because I ain't get to go see it this weekend. Okay? Are you going by yourself or are you taking no, your daughter? No, I'm going to take my daughter and me and my wife. She has school, so you have to wait anyway until she gets her school book. Listen, I already got my tickets booked, baby, Fandango. Right, 3.30, I will be in there. You know what? Mandingo will be in Fandango. You know what? Nah, ain't no Mandingo. I wish I was. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Very average size penis. Seven inches, three, four. All right. We don't care. Eight minutes more. R. Kelly. It's cold. It's This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, R. Kelly's upcoming performance has been canceled. It was supposed to be at the University of Illinois at Chicago, but they had a petition to prevent him from performing at the college. On Ticketmaster's website, it says R. Kelly is no longer performing. Now, R. Kelly wants to apologize for some of these canceled concerts. Here he is. First of all, I want to apologize to all my fans in Chicago and basically all around the world, wherever, you know, I'm performing at, and they cancel me. Um, I don't know why they canceled the show. I never heard of a show being canceled because of rumors. I guess it's the first time for everything, so I apologize to you guys. And in the meantime, I'm going to try to get to the bottom line of it, as far as my lawyers are concerned, to see exactly what happened and why I was canceled. Well, I can fine. tell you what happened. Yeah, yeah, you peed on a little girl. That's what happened on tape a long time ago. Okay, you got a history of uh, dating underage girls and mm-hmm. statutory rape. That's why the show got canceled. Now, the Time's Up campaign is doing this whole hashtag Mute R. Kelly campaign as well. And they did an open letter that was posted on social media and on The Root where they said, we demand appropriate investigations and inquiries into the allegations of R. Kelly's abuse made by women of color and their families for over two decades now. And we declare with great vigilance and a united voice to anyone who who wants to silence us. Their time is up. Well, finally, y'all attempting to cancel the right person, okay? Because <laughs> R. Kelly should have been canceled a long time ago. Now, we actually had John Legend, and he talked about R. Kelly and what happened when uh, music, some R. Kelly music was played in his home. Here's what he said. He's oh, canceled in our home. Right. Yes. Yes. Sad day in our yes. Yes. daughter. He literally called himself the Pipe Piper. Yes. That's all I'm like, saying, John. Right there in front of us nah, all along. Yeah, we that was sick. <laughs> but you know what? It's I like, hate he's y'all. really not getting canceled. It's, it's been taking so long. I mean, yeah. it, the thing is, it's almost too late because he's well past his prime anyway. Mm-hmm. So the money he was going to make has already been made pretty mm-hmm. much. And we had a party. A DJ was playing a song at my house. I was like, turn that off. How many times have I said that on this radio? The man wrote a song called AJ Number the Number. He called himself the Pied Piper. The Pied Piper led a bunch of kids out of a village never to be seen again. Now, all of a sudden, when John Legend said it means something... He I said think it a lot of people you. have said it. Man, shut up, He man. said it better than you. Now, Bill Cosby <laughs> is mentally preparing himself to go to prison, oh, potentially. Boy. If I was Bill, I'd just die on all of y'all right now. You just now, can't Bill die Cosby on spoke yes, to can. page six... And he said, uh, you know, when they sent me to that place, I want you to be there to tell my story because it seems no one is listening. No one wants the real story. Bill, you ain't going to make it to prison. Ask the Grim Reaper for the check, please, Bill. 
Get the get, get on. It's okay. Mm-mm-mm. You lived a long life, sir. And you know he's uh, he's out on bail right now, and I'm sure he's going to be trying to uh, go ahead and appeal this, and we'll see what happens. But according to the judge, he will be sentenced within 75 days. In the meantime, he has to undergo a sexually violent predator assessment as well, and he's on house arrest. He faces up to 30 years behind bars. So what about all these other people like Matt Lauer and Charlie Rose and Bill O'Reilly and Harvey Weinstein, Roger Ailes? Well, let's get Donald these, Trump. Get those charges going. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ. You know, that's what you got to do. Bill Cosby is 80 years old now, and these things date back to the 60s. That's right. You get that man <laughs> Never. A, giving that man a year in jail is like saying life. Never too late. All right. Kim Kardashian was on Ellen, and she spoke about the whole Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson situation. Here's what she had to say. It's just so f- up. We really were rooting for Khloe, and we still are. You know, she's she's so strong and she's doing the best that she can it's a really sad situation i kind of made this rule with my brother if there's a baby involved i'm gonna like keep it cute and keep it classy and not talk too bad or not i'm gonna try not to say anything so negative because one day true is gonna see this Mm -hmm. and you know it's just it's so messed up so she made that rule with her brother so i guess that means she can't say nothing too bad about black china which is her brother rob kardashian Stop it. All right, Cardi B, she was at the Broccoli City Festival, and she, I guess, is having some issues, and she cannot wait to have this baby because she got some new beef. Here's what she said. Yes, we're going to be forever. Yes. You know what? Ever since I got pregnant, all of a sudden I got this new beef. Wait till I drop this baby. What's good? <laughs> Who's she talking about? I don't know. We don't know who this new beef is with, but she can't wait to drop this baby so she can address it. Gosh, Cardi. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got the People's Choice mix. Let me know what you want to hear. Eight hundred to the people. Five eight five one zero five one. Another day of lying to the people that that they have a choice in this matter. They do. Shout the revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, we're gonna start to mix off with my next single. This is her. Now listen. It's this is the People's Choice mix. Who chose this record? Actually, I really like her. You don't even know this record was coming out. A lot. I told told you, and you said she wanted to hear it. I'm excited to hear it because I'm a big fan of her. See? Wow. I'm a big fan of Envy, too. (laughs) You know what? This is her feature, Chris Brown. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.